0: This is Rochelle Rosegold. Thank you for tuning in to my show Levels and Luster where I combine innovative audio with communication to create social change. All right, all right. I'm back here with CEO and founder Amanda
1: Kristoff. Welcome to my show, Levels and Luster. Thanks for having me. My name's Amanda Kristoff. I actually went to USF and I graduated in 2007 in the comm department. So it's really great to be back here and excited to be on the show today. So it's great to have you here.
0: Uh, also that you're a communication alumni. It's mm-hmm. very exciting. As, as, that's my major as well. Uh, and then just to let you know that this will be the last interview of um, my month-long women empowerment-themed show. And I'm just really appreciative to to uh, hear what you have to say and to hopefully show visibility for uh, other women or other stu- uh, self-starters who want to get involved and be impactful as
1: well. So thank well, you. Well, thanks for, again for having me. This is great. And I just have to say that I feel so grateful to have been part of USF and the calm department in particular, because I think it's just prepared me a lot for the working world and you know a lot of the skills I learned here I, I use every day in my in my career and in my company so I'm very grateful.
0: You are a CEO and founder of a recruitment company Bloom Talent. Yes. Correct? Okay. Yep.
1: So just tell us a little bit about uh, the company. Yeah so Bloom Talent we are four years old and we started with the intention of really trying to bring a bit more of that relationship, personal touch, white glove service, because when you're looking for a job, it can be very scary, and it feels very good when you have somebody that's advocating for you and helping you along the way. And, you know, a lot of our clients are Bay Area Area based companies, startups, tech companies that are looking to hire great people and need a lot of help themselves and understanding the right people to hire and what to look for. So, I really enjoy coaching both ends. Uh, we help candidates find jobs, and we help clients find great talent. And um, our approach is we are woman woman owned, woman run. We're a small team, but we really want people to feel good when they work with us. And so we try and deliver a more personalized service. And. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a wonderful journey. And I'm really proud to say that we're, you know, doing doing great things in, in year four.
0: Wow, that's really great to hear, too, that it's an all ran women company. Uh, I've been seeing I've been exposed to some of these nonprofits and uh, in the Bay Area for the first time in my life. You know, yeah. it just feels like, wow, there's a these are some grassroots patterns that we can hopefully continue mm-hmm. and expand in other
1: geographic areas, so that's... Yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, um, you know, we, we absolutely love working with both men and women, but I feel very lucky, for most of my career, I've worked uh, a lot with women, and it's really special when you get a group of women together that just work so cohesively together and I mean um I'll dive more into this later but I'm also a mom and so you know I um I really respect people that are, are, are trying to do both the career thing and if you own your own business and being a mother or you know um just supporting one another in this, in this space is really important, and I, I feel very grateful because since I started my own business, I, I've really received a lot of that support um, from both women and men, but it's beautiful to see so many more women starting companies, and we're all really in this together.
0: Thank you for saying that, because that's also something I stand for as well, is, is women supporting women. hmm uh, maybe it's because I have I come from a family of three older sisters and we've you know we're really close and we support each other and it really just there's such a stigma about women being against each other Mm -hmm. jealous and catty and it's not true you know it's like we're here we support each other we're sisters and we want to that together.
1: It's so true and I think what's beautiful about today is that we're starting to see more and more women in leadership which is a wonderful role model for future generations and I think that's partly what we didn't have as much you know and we're starting to see more and more and um, I would agree that when women are encouraged to work together and we build this community, huge things are happening and we're starting to see so much growth, you know, in in a lot of companies, especially a lot of women that are starting companies getting funding and um, we're starting to see more and more leadership in in bigger companies too with women. So yes, I I would agree. Women need to be supporting women.
0: From starting a business standpoint, uh, what Made you? What sparked the idea to become an entrepreneur, or what drove you to uh, start your own
1: business? Yeah, so I think I have always been an entrepreneur at heart. I've always sort of questioned authority a bit. My my parents can confirm that. I um I've always liked to do things differently. I've always liked to do things my own way, um, and I've always just had that. Spirit about me that wanted to try things out. And so I was really lucky. I found an agency that I learned so much from and early in my career. And I had a lot of mentors in that company that really inspired me and taught me a lot about my industry because uh the unique thing about recruiting is no day is the same and there's so much you can learn and I'm still learning, you know, every day something new. So um I just reached a point in my career, I think I turned 30, and I just had this gut feeling that it was like now or never, if you wanna do this, now is the time. And I I knew for a while that I wanted to, but it was just taking that that leap of faith in myself that was like, I I can do this. I, I I have the support system and the resources to do this. So right now is the time. So, um, yeah. And in January 2015, I started uh, Bloom Talent. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Can you expand a little bit more on
0: you said uh, resources and support system? What do you mean by that?
1: So I, I'm, I I feel very grateful. My husband is an entrepreneur, and a lot of our friends are entrepreneurs. So I was able before starting my company to have a lot of coffees and a lot of, you know, I, I'm someone that really loves to pick other people's brains. And I I do, I am somewhat of a planner. I'm a Virgo. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I really intentionally tried to start my company and try and set myself up for success. So in terms of you know support network and resources I had a lot of people to reach out to And lean on uh, To just sort of ask how did you do this Or is there anything you would recommend Or is there something that you did that you wouldn't recommend But um, And and I also in terms of Just resources you know I I, I I saved a lot to In order to have a buffer for myself In order to start something So um, But what I really I, I, re- I really realize in retrospect though Is it's honestly you can ask your network and of course it's great to have that especially i was lucky too because i've had other female entrepreneurs as well particularly in my space who are able to support me too so when you have moments of doubt or you have those moments of like should i do this you have those encouraging words which i highly recommend building that 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 community or that village or that support group before doing doing anything like this because you're going to need it but um i I think honestly, what it really comes down to is just doing it mm-hmm. you know just being bold just closer. doing it like you learn through doing, and the momentum of just doing is huge. And so you can think yourself out of doing anything. So it's it's you know there's a lot of there's a lot of good advice out there, but also recognize that advice is coming from somebody's own perspective of what they've gone through or what they like or what they don't like. So it's good food for thought, but at the end of the day, trust in your own self and know that if you just keep doing every day you get up and you do it, it is going to evolve.
0: Hmm great advice Uh, and also what I got from that was don't be afraid to connect with the network and and Mm -hmm. ask for help and ask for uh, ideas and keep your support system close
1: yes like I can't tell you how many awesome people are like if you if you need me like I'm happy to do a coffee or quick call or just you know I had a friend who also started a similar company in my space and she and I were each other's support system we often would set up like monthly calls to just check in and it was great and I'm glad that I I created that and I would encourage others to do that too
0: And then when you decided to do your own business, uh, I've heard from some other uh, women in the nonprofit sector that there's a lot of thoughts to go into nonprofits, kind of like a safe zone, you know, mm-hmm. for women. And since you have a lot of entrepreneur friends, did you run into any of that or, you know, try to pick a safe area to go into, or did you just go for, go for a company?
1: Well, so my, my company is a service-based company. And so we provide recruiting resources, but what, what I the unique thing I have is I've fostered a network. And so my business is very aligned with the network that I continue to create and foster. And I had spent many years cultivating that and growing that. So it wasn't like I just started a company off, you know, based off of nothing, which a lot of people do, which is very admirable. I, I felt as though I could take the risk because I had, you know, a pretty strong network of, of relationships with people that I really trusted and, um, I felt like I knew my skill and my, I, I like to call it my trade essentially. And so I was able to then break off and do it on my own. And really the reason I wanted to is because I wanted to create my own, my own brand, my own way of doing things, my own team, um, and, and really focus in on the types of clients that I wanted to work with and sort of the types of people and doing it in my own way was, was the way that, um, seemed seemed best for me so essentially that's how I started.
0: So you found your niche you found
1: your Mm -hmm. your area where you felt like you would give the most to people. And you also have to be really passionate about it you know because running a business is hard. One of the things that I realized is you know I had this skill which was recruiting and I had this network but then You know, also running a business is a whole other thing. It's not just doing the job. You're hiring people. You're doing marketing. You're setting up systems. You're testing out technology that's going to work. You're negotiating contracts. You're working with lawyers. So you're doing a lot of different things. So you really learn how to wear many, many different hats. So you do need to find something that you're passionate about and that you want to really focus in on because you're going to have to have extreme focus because you're not going to have as much time to focus on one thing because you're going to have to wear many different hats.
0: Hmm. That's a good segue into the next question I have. Can you tell us a little bit about roadblocks that you've had along the way or challenges as you've, you've faced and overcame being an entrepreneur? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think the hardest, one of the biggest challenges for me and I, I think even this just last year, I had my like aha moment of realizing this. But, you know, I, 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 I tend to think through things a lot because I don't want to make the wrong decision. But really what you have to let go of is like you, it's OK to make mistakes, learn from the mistakes and learn quickly and move on. Do not hold on to things that you didn't do perfectly or things you didn't do right because no one does you don't know what you're doing you're you're learning as you go and so i think last year was a really transformative year for me i um i had a baby which was beautiful and amazing but it was learning this new landscape of running a business which was prior my baby and and being a mother and trying to figure out how to dedicate my time and, you know, uh, going back to work and sort of that whole balancing act was challenging for me. And I think last year I made some decisions, like I got an office, I got all of these things that I thought I wanted. And then I realized, uh, halfway through the process that this wasn't actually what I wanted, you know? And so it was okay to sort of switch gears and move in a different direction. And, That's part of the process of running a business. Is it's a journey, and you're constantly evolving and switching gears and um, adapting. And I would say that was what I had to really come to terms with: is truly listening to my gut and being okay with change and being okay with you know what that didn't work. Let's try something different
0: making them not roadblocks you know just yes making them be a fluid experience and it's
1: about the journey uh and then enjoying it too like enjoying the journey part of the journey is challenge right Mm -hmm. like you don't grow if you don't if you're not challenged and in the moment it's hard because you're you question yourself you question a lot of things but that's also part of the experience if it's always just easy then if it's always easy to everyone would run a business right mm-hmm. but it, it was it was a really great year for me because I learned so much about myself and just about my business and yeah
0: how has it been having a baby
1: with work
0: can you expand more on work-life balance and your decision to do that and
1: uh, how it's how you 've been working it out, <laughs> yeah yeah, so i just I just want to say once more, I have respect for all people that start businesses and all people you know all women in particular, but You know, I have even more respect now for for working mothers because it is hard. You know, you you have this beautiful child that you created and you want to spend time with them. And especially when they're really young, you're trying to figure out like for me, I was trying to figure out work and breastfeeding. And, you know, you're also coming off of like this maternity leave where you're in this special zone with your baby and then you're reentering entering the working world. And so it's just this transition and adjustment. And so I think I had to spend a lot of time quite like I had to create a a healthy routine for myself where I really created pockets of rebooting and also pockets of time where I could think about what I needed to do for the company and, and my baby. So one of the things that I've done this year that has been Hugely beneficial to me Is I get up like an hour or two Earlier than I used to And I meditate And then I I, I do stuff for myself And for Bloom Talent For an hour Before my child wakes up And I can't tell you what a world of a difference that has made for me because then I can be present with him in the morning and then I can go to work. And so I think you just really have to think through your rhythm. But as mothers, we tend to be really hard on ourselves. We want to be perfect and show up for our team and our company. We also want to be perfect for our child and um, if you're married, for your husband. And so that's the balancing act is you don't have a lot of time after all of those things for yourself. So it's learning to build in time for yourself because when you... When you are feeling good, then you can be your best self for everyone else. So I think what I've realized is coming up with a rhythm and a schedule and building in time for myself has been huge. That's interesting because
0: that was also said uh, from a, another interview this month was if you don't have a work-life balance, it's because you haven't made one. You know? Yes. So setting that time. Uh, making a schedule, finding a pattern and like act just, just carving out that piece
1: of time. Yes, because no one else is going to make it for you. And, you know, at the end of the day, everyone wants your time. So you have to be very, very diligent and disciplined about your time, mm-hmm. uh, especially when, you know, you have much more limited time. Before I had a baby, I could work way longer hours and also you know i want to spend time with him Uh, my son's name is theo and so for me i just need to be very focused in the time that i have so exactly it's it's really truly creating boundaries and a schedule that works so that you can really be effective in, in in the areas that you need to be especially during work hours
0: and then your hu- husband, mm-hmm. he's also an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. has he been a strong pillar for you in a support system as well? And-
1: yes, I um, my husband's name is Michael and he's been a huge support person for me. Uh, we often collaborate a lot on business he runs his business, I run mine and we share ideas but we were both doing this co-parenting trying to run businesses and be very present and available parents to our son and I would say the biggest thing we realized is just communication, even again building time to communicate on schedules and expectations um, because it truly is co-parenting, you know maybe one day you have to work later so they need to pick the child up or start dinner and so you just have to over communicate a lot and I think that's been really huge for us I'm sure you're good at that <laughs> yeah. to <be> your major. <laughs> he always says that I'm the communications person in our family so I do all <laughs> the outbound communications but yes it's been it's been very helpful when we when we when we sit down and we actually communicate about what we need to to get through for the week
0: and mm-hmm. Keep calm and communicate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's another stigma I feel that needs to change as well is that men are afraid of strong women or if you, you know, are are a businesswoman in a relationship it's a turn off for the men and it's mm. just like it's it's not right, you know, it scares women to reach for their goals because they're afraid they're gonna be intimidating, you know, there's a stigma right. around it. But everyone I'm talking to and every and I every time I expand on the relationship aspect it's all supportive, it's all positive.
1: Yes, so. I was just talking about this actually last night with my husband, and we were getting dinner together, and he was actually cooking dinner, and I was getting things ready for dinner. And I think we're starting to see a shift, and 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 a lot of men are really stepping up to want to co-parent because mm-hmm. it is, it's it's a big role, and I think in a in a space now where both parents are often working, mm-hmm. it it's a lot. So you really. Have to lean on one another. And I think it's really helpful that the stigma, like you were saying, is, is starting to, to go away because women should be encouraged to be strong leaders. Women should be encouraged to be direct communicators. Women should be encouraged to have both mm-hmm. and not be looked down upon by their choices. If you choose that you want to spend more time with your child and not work as much women shouldn't be looked down upon about that Mm -hmm. and and vice versa if you decide you want to go back to work we're starting to see so many more people supporting the choices that women are making.
0: Yes absolutely. I just want to second that you have a choice to do either or and I focus on women in business for my podcast as my uh, own interest but Mm -hmm. as a Feminist and women empowerment, it's all about your right to choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really important to know that there's support on either end. Yes, yes, exactly. And also, I know you've had so many uh, positive things to say about your uh, business and your uh, journey. Can you give any more advice to female self-starters or entrepreneurs who are looking to start a business one day or uh, maybe graduating and want to get into a distinguished
1: role? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing you have to get comfortable with is is being uncomfortable. So I think if you're thinking you want to do the entrepreneurial route, I think doing things that make you uncomfortable is only going to make you stronger for the role. And so putting yourself out there in situations where it's outside of your comfort zone, because at the end of the day, when you're starting a company, whether you're a sole founder like me or you have other co-founders at the end of the day, though, you know, there's a lot of it that, that falls back on you. So you have to be your own anchor and you have to be your own sort of root. And so the stronger that you can make yourself, the, the, the better you're going to be suited for this role. Um, and I would say, I know so many people are talking about this, but and I and I was even one that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just have to say that since I've started meditating in the mornings and getting a healthy morning routine and getting in a healthy mind state before I start my day, that's been largely beneficial to my business. So I think coming up with healthy routines And thinking through that and being intentional about your day is also a really good way to dive into being an entrepreneur because, again, you're running the show. So, no one else is gonna tell you how to do things or how to manage your day or manage situations. So, you're gonna have to lean on yourself a lot. So, the more you can do self work so that you feel strong and empowered. That's going to really set you up for success. And then at the same time, too, there's there's a million. So I I am a member of the wing uh, in downtown San Francisco, which has been it's it's It was originally women-only, but now it welcomes men. Um, But largely, most of the members are women, and it's been great. I go down there, and there's all kinds of networking opportunities, and a lot of other women in business, whether it's they work for companies, or they run their own businesses, or they're freelancers, but it's been great to see so many other women in this space. And so reach out, go to networking events. Try and take opportunities to talk to other people in the space, because it's it's contagious. And especially when you have a good conversation with another business owner uh, that you can talk through, maybe even some of your fears or hesitations, those conversations ultimately can lead you to feeling like, okay, I can do this. If they can do it, I can do it. And so you're, you don't need to keep it. You know, I think sometimes you can get siloed into your own world because uh, you just get busy. But the more you put yourself out there, I think the more energy you attract and it's helpful
0: so going back to self 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 self-love self-care feeling empowered finding your network uh, and being okay with being uncomfortable because you you'll you'll have your network to support you Mm
1: -hmm. and like leaning into the uncomfortable part of why I love my job too is so much of it is problem solving Mm -hmm. and so I I I love that and so when I when things do go awry I try my hardest to lean into them because it's part of the process and the stronger though you are through self-care and self-love the easier and easier it gets to lean into big challenges
0: absolutely and when you're making such an impact like you are Amanda you want to come from a place of your best self your best intention so I, I believe that as
1: well so thank you for saying that I try to practice what I preach because mm-hmm. I preach this a lot to people that I'm working with and trying to help find jobs for because when you're when you're job searching too like people are attracted to those that come to the table confident about who they are and what their skills are and that's a magnetic energy that our, a lot of, a lot of our clients will gravitate towards especially when hiring so on the flip side companies too companies that spend time to intentionally think about what is our culture what is our values um what what are some of the Key things that we look for when we hire people, you know, and do some of that work up front to think about who they are, that ultimately attracts people to the company. So it really works on both ends. Great, absolutely does. A piece of insider
0: information by CEO and owner of Bloom Talent, Amanda Kristoff. We're going to close out pretty soon here do you want to tell our listeners any more about bloom talent like a social media handle or where they could yeah. find Bloom um, talent just for
1: exposure so a little bit about bloom talent so we we work with mainly startups tech companies and venture capital firms to hire um, executive assistant cha- chief of staff uh, office operations people so i like to call it the the people people of companies the soul of companies and if you're a prospective candidate looking for a job what we do is we we meet with you we interview you we go over your background and if it's aligned with the 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 opportunities that we're currently working with we like to set up our candidates for success so we um, we send your resume along we can also help with that we help prepare you for the interview by preparing you with uh, lots of helpful documents as well as a call and we like to set people up for success and we we really act as your advocate. So um, we like to think of ourselves as like a white glove service in hiring. And a lot of people don't even know agencies exist if you're a candidate Mm -hmm. looking for a job. And so it's a free service for candidates. Our clients come to us asking us to help them hire good talent because they don't have the time or the resources or the network. And so that's why they're reaching out to us. And uh, Bloom Talent, you can find us on Instagram. We're very... Active on Instagram or at Bloom Talent SF. We're also on um, Twitter and Facebook, and then you can email us at hi at BloomTalent.io. Again, that's hi at BloomTalent.io.
0: Great. So if any of our listeners want to reach out to Amanda for business uh, purposes or any other questions, you can reach her there and find on the
1: website BloomTalent.io. That's, that's a new It's a more unique yeah. domain, yes. Yeah, find us at BloomTalent.io and happy to connect, especially with USF alumni. Yes, so thank you so much for coming here. I'm sure
0: you had a great time coming back to campus. Yes. I mean, it's definitely been updated since Mm -hmm. I
1: was here. It's such a beautiful space.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I'm so happy to have you here. uh, And thank you again. Thank you for having me. It's been great to be here.